This is First and Gold, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Now, introducing your hosts, Freddie and Pete. Welcome back to First and Gold. We got another episode for you, and today we're going to be discussing the big news that just came out. Jimmy Garoppolo re-signing, restructuring rather, his contract with the San Francisco 49ers. So what that entails is his contract goes from $27 million and down to a base of $7 million mm-hmm. with the possibility of getting $16 million if depending on playing time. Freddie, right. what are your thoughts on this? How do you feel? What is your reaction? What, is this, what does this mean for the 49ers? For the faithful. Oh, man. I mean, I, I think first thing is, uh, wow, right, was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I think that's the first thing I texted. Um, and, I, and then I got buddies, you know, reaching out to me. Everyone was checking in to see how I was feeling. So I appreciate all you guys out there and gals uh, making sure that I'm good. So um, I'll tell you this. I, I think with with Jimmy, the interesting thing is um, – I, I, I feel like he had no options, right? And I, I feel like the, the Niners just kind of ran out of time. Um, there wasn't a big market for him. Uh, there wasn't a lot of leverage. Um, I don't feel like teams viewed him uh, as a must-have at this point in juncture of where we're at in the season. And so barring some major catastrophic injury, I just I didn't really see him having a whole lot of opportunity elsewhere. And uh, you take really Seattle out of the equation, I don't really know where he would have went. I mean, he could have been on the couch and sitting there for weeks. So from that perspective, I totally understand that he probably this is his best fit in terms of um, him staying, being a backup, an insurance policy for for Trey, holding a clipboard, being on a Super Bowl ready roster. Um, You know, God forbid, you know, something happens to Trey and he has to play. Um, the, The Niners are probably more comfortable, obviously, with him as a two than than maybe Purdy and, and Sudfield, you know, with the roster we have. So uh, optics-wise, I'm sure there's a lot of questions, right, on how it looks from the outside in. But inside the organization, I feel like uh, they, they made the decision based on a holistic view of um, what's the best outcome for everybody. And does this mean that we, you know, can keep them for a restructured contract, which they did, save some money, and now you have uh, obviously the best – I would say backup quarterback in the league. So, what about what about you? Where, where are you at with this? Because I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure this is the the, the news you were wa- probably waiting to hear, and uh, no one's happier than you, I'm sure, for today. Yeah, no, I totally love this, and I, I agree on him being the best backup quarterback in the league that I can think of at least so far. Um, I feel like the writing was on the wall for this the whole time. Uh, I thought it was going to come down to this if they didn't get what they wanted, you know. What were they asking for? A second or some first round picks? And uh, because of, I think because of Jimmy's, you know, shoulder injury and the offseason surgery that he had on that to repair, you know, whatever was going on with that. And then him not really being able to have the time to throw at practice and, and show showcase his arm, arm talent again. Um, that kind of left a lot of people wondering if he's 
actually ready. So I, I feel like this was if they didn't get what they wanted in the trade package, then this was definitely the the best option to go is restructure him, and 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 the sixteen million that's his cap. I feel like that's probably if if he was cut today, that's probably the max he would have got. Uh, from a team well, on the open market, we, we, we said ten to fifteen million is probably what he he would have been offered more than likely on a, on a team in the open market right now. So even then, I mean, he's still much less than twenty six million. He was never going to get that anywhere, right? right. So, yeah, coming off like the, like I said, the the shoulder surgery coming off of that, right. and then him not being the most uh, like healthy, you know, durable quarterback in the league. Um, those are all things that a team would have been kind of taking flyers on. And then so now this also helps him and the 49ers in in the going forward during the season if there's a team that has an injury and needs a quarterback a Super Bowl, you know, a, a quarterback with a Super Bowl history that's been there, that's performed and also had another year where he made it to the NFC Championship game and got right. pretty damn close to repeating, you know, going back to the Super Bowl. Right. So there's a lot of experience there that that's valuable to teams that have Super Bowl ready rosters like the chargers the bills uh i I, now this is one one scenario i was kind of thinking of earlier in the day when i heard this regarding a a mid-season trade do you think the 49ers would deal jimmy garoppolo to the rams if matt stafford's uh elbow what does he have in elbow soreness if that lingers or if that becomes more serious do you think the 49ers would deal him to the Rams, there haven't been a lot of uh, within division trades of this magnitude that I can think of. Um, no. Obviously, Brett Favre to the Vikings, uh, Donovan McNabb to the. Well, Brett Redskins. Favre went to the Jets first, didn't he? And then he went to the Vikings. Um, I think it was the other way around. I think the Jets was his last stop because he was much less of a player in New York than he was in Minnesota because he went to the NFC Championship in Minnesota. Remember? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think Beat he. Us. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh, – and I don't remember if those – and I don't know if those were in, within um, – like in the season. So uh, it's not something that I think has a lot of history in terms of it happening. Um, also, you got to remember, I don't know what collateral or just what the what the Rams have to give at this point because uh, they, they, they tend to never have any picks. Yeah. So are they giving us a player, right, um, a future first of 2024? I don't know, right, but um, – I find it. I would find it hard to give them a quarterback because they're obviously such a well-rounded team that you know you don't want to. It's it's the same reason why I think they didn't want him to go to Seattle, right? It's just right. The you don't want to help it. your your opponent. Never, never. Which is why Seattle would would have never traded Russell Wilson to us, right? Nine million. Or they they did to Denver, but if we would have given them the same offer, they would have told us to kick rocks, right? Right. Of course, so yeah. I, I don't. I don't think the Rams. I just don't. I just don't think they have enough, anyways, right? Just to, they don't have. What, what are they going to give us? And then too, like I just don't think we want to help them in the season, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I don't know if they would make that call too. I think they like their their backup, and there's other options there. They probably bring in Cam Newton or something, you know. But um, what, what do you think this does to? Let, let, let's kind of talk about Trey Lance here because I think that's the elephant in the room, right? With Jimmy coming back and being back in, into practices and you know the quarterback room. What was your first impression to how does how does this affect Trey today, tomorrow, moving forward, week one against Chicago? Um, wh- wh- what do you think this does with him mentally and just overall? 
I think I think you'll be fine because uh, Jimmy had to deal with it last year, right? Like everybody knew, oh, Trey Lance is going to be the guy. If right. Jimmy, if you don't perform, Lance is knocking on the door. Everybody's going to be clamoring for him for uh, for Trey Lance to come in. We started. And three they heard five. a lot of that. Yeah, they heard a lot of that in the beginning of the season, right? And then yeah. slowly things started changing. Defense started uh, playing a lot more locked down, and the offense started clicking. Um, so I, I think it's going to be similar. I don't think Jimmy's going to be there, you know, hindering Trey's performance at all. I, I, I'm going to go back to what I said with Trey starting before when we we're assuming Jimmy was going to be gone. I think he's going to be slow out of the gate. I think the offensive playbook is going to be pretty vanilla, and it's going to be dependent on the run game, you know, to get Trey Lance more comfortable in the scheme and just with the NFL speed because – like what he's what has he had since college? Like four hundred pass attempts. Yeah, it's um, borderline. But yeah, I mean, he, he thrown four hundred passes. I think since high school or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I think if anything, Jimmy's just going to be another resource and and a fallback option if Trey Lance completely falls apart, can't get anything going. You know, after like five or six weeks, then you you do have Jimmy there. And if there's an injury, you have Jimmy there. And I th- I mean, like you said, going back, we got. Uh, the second best or the the best backup quarterback in the league. How and for seven million dollars with a, a max of maybe what seventeen, right. you can't beat that. That's less than Sam Darnold that's making guaranteed right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Trey, Trey to me is barring him being a top five worst quarterback in the first like two months of the season. Uh, we don't see Jimmy Garoppolo on the field in twenty twenty two. You know, I mean Trey would have to really shit. And I mean when I mean shit the bed, I mean like Nathan Peterman like four or five straight interceptions type of kind of shit in the bed over the next, you know, course of games. And that's not going to happen. Uh, I think more so it's mentally, if, you know, I read this somewhere, I said if Trey Lance can't handle Jimmy Garoppolo, who had to take less money to the 49ers to have a job this season, being in the locker room, quote unquote, over his shoulder, then the Niners clearly have the wrong guy, right? Yep. He's yep. not who we thought he was. Luckily, there's no reason to think that's the case because the roles were reversed last year, right? Everyone's thinking, how is Jimmy, you know, handling this week to week we start off three and five everyone's clamoring for trey to start you know obviously kyle stuck to the process trey wasn't ready you know he hurt his finger that kind of derailed a little bit in terms of his ability to throw the ball like he normally does and it just kind of snowballed into you know it was just going to be a sit year for him really and he spot started twice sure but i mean those were spot starts man that wasn't because they were turning the keys over to him they just needed him to to fill in for those two games against the texans and the cardinals so I, I don't think mentally um, nothing happens with Trey. I think he's fine. Um, it strengthens, strengthens the room, obviously. I think you need that. And you never know in the NFL, man. Last year, Kyler Murray missed some games. Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. missed some games. You know, there's quarterbacks out there that, you know, miss a few spots here and there. And, God, I mean, if you're missing a game and you got to go play Tom Brady or you got to go play, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, like, <laughs> I mean, if you, yeah, don't have, if, you, if you don't have a good backup – that's a morale like you know booster knowing that you have a solid backup like yeah if you're going to face you know if you're even going towards the playoffs or even just a high profile team like you said like the bucks or or the rams and you're you're going in there with nate sudfield how do you think the rest of the locker room is going to feel (laughs) you know they're not going to be they're giving it their all i mean you know maybe they will but after a few drives and it's just it's just deplorable offense after you know play after play it's the game's going to be over before halftime 
Well, and, and, and even in the playoffs, right, we've had teams that just don't, didn't advance because their starter got hurt leading mm-hmm. up to the playoffs. Like, look at the Raiders. I think it was when Jared Carr had that damn near MVP season and he got hurt. I mean, they, they completely fell apart. You look at the, the Eagles when they had to play Josh McCown against Seattle and they lost in the first round. I mean, if had that been Carson Wentz, they win that game, you know? So it, it just it, you have to remember, too, man, like you get into the playoffs, if something happens to your starting quarterback, like – that's a make or break right there, you know, yep. because you you may not get past that first game if uh if if you don't trust or have faith in the guy. I mean, Nate Selfield isn't beating, you know, any elite quarterback like one on one. That's just not going to happen. So, I mean, overall, uh, it's it's the shocker though. It really is. I mean, it's a shocker in the sense that you know I think we we dragged this out all off season. We you know we we thought that. Um, you know, one of the two things would happen that, that Jimmy would uh, would move on and get traded uh, to maybe the Browns or some team, but that never really materialized. And then, obviously, with with cutting him, you know, we kind of knew Seattle was going to creep up and probably sign him and start him week two against us, um, which I think John, you know, made clear. And I think you know a lot of the fans probably are are okay with us not giving Seattle Jimmy Garoppolo right for free. Um, so overall, man, I uh, I like the move. I I, I think it's it'll play out in terms of you know he's going to hold the clipboard he's going to be a good locker room guy uh he's going to help trey and i think we just have to let that unfold you know in the beginning of the season and then it'll be a non-story you know a month in or two months in if trey's playing well yeah the other thing that i think it does for for this team is you don't have to worry now really about rostering two backups right i don't think you have to worry about having nate sudfield and brock purdy on the roster, you can probably just rock with Jimmy Garoppolo behind Trey Lance, and that opens up another spot for possibly a running back. You know, hey, absolutely. We, we have you know yeah. kind of that that situation where we got a lot of people, a lot of uh, a big stable of running backs, but you know, we were thinking not everybody's going to make the team. Now that you know, it's probably just going to be. I would imagine it's just going to be um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey they'll, Lance. They'll dress. They'll dress Jimmy. Well, but, of course, but yeah. Nate, but Nate won't dress. Uh, Purdy will be on the practice squad. I mean, if someone wants to come and get Purdy off the practice squad, I mean, are you going to lose so any sleep or No, right. he was the last. No, he was the last. <laughs> even if they went and gotten, if Nate Sudfield was on the practice squad and they got yeah. him, I don't. You're not losing sleep over no. that. You can just you can go get a veteran off the streets, yeah. and uh, pay him just as much. Right, and, and, I, and, and I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not giving a team Jordan Mason or Trey Sermon. That's why I think those guys will probably end up making it, and because of this move gives us more flexibility of adding another player that we probably didn't want to cut and dressing mm-hmm. that player, you know, for the, for the first game against the bear. So I, I love it, man. I love it from that perspective and it, it, it's going to be fun. I think just to, to see how, the, you know, fans of other teams react, obviously everyone's going to be, you know, assuming that, uh, you know, Oh, we don't have faith in Trey or, Oh, what happens when he throws an interception. Listen, man, I think they discussed this for months now. I, I think this was discussed last year, you know, I think. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, he, Jimmy was still under contract, so it's not like they said there was a possibility that they're going to move on, but you never know. You know, right. like he's like Kyle Shanahan said. No, I don't know if we're all going to be alive tomorrow. Right. <laughs> you never know. Right, and you know the, he played, and we started three and five, and everyone was like, you know, assuming that that's when you know Trey. I mean, we even talked about it last year on a pod that we thought week eight Trey would take over, but it just never happened. You know. And I think this year will be the same. I and mean, regardless of how we start, I think you just you you, you got to go through the growing pain sometimes too, man. You know, you're gonna mm-hmm. have some games where 
you know, you, it, it may not look, you know, like Patrick Mahomes, but then other games, you know, he'll start to flash and, and you know, it'll take off. But you got to just trust that, you know, it'll all work out, you know, within the first few weeks, you know, a couple months. Like, I think the team's too good to, to fail, honestly, um, especially with the quarterback that, you know, is going to be able to extend plays and, and take off when he needs to. Um, you know, like you said, you're more worried about him reading defenses than what he feels in, you know, in, in a practice room with Jimmy there, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I think that's and that's where one aspect I think Jimmy can help him because I feel like Jimmy reads the defenses pretty well and is pretty decisive in, in his throws and that's one thing I've been kind of worried about with Trey Lance, especially with that interior offensive line, you know, struggling. So, well, that maybe that's maybe another reason why they wanted to try to keep Jimmy around, but at a reasonable price. Yeah, the price is fine. I mean, you look at other quarterbacks that are making, you know, well, seven million, you know, six and a half million for Jimmy is is a win. And assuming he doesn't play one snap, I mean, you're paying six and a half million for him to hold the clipboard. I think that's a that's a very fair trade, right? In terms of like, yeah. he gets to relax, not stay healthy, gets to cash in next year, and maybe have a Super Bowl ring under his belt. Then he gets to go to whatever team he wants. I, I think he wins in that situation, and then we win because one, we never had to use him. Um, and two, we just had peace of mind, right? That if something happened to Trey, that he could step in. And if there was ever the the concerns about his shoulder, that's another year removed from that surgery. So, and other teams might be, you know, more inclined to sign him. So, well, he needs a practice, right? I mean, I think yeah. you know Jimmy, and just in general, I mean, just to get back into his, I mean, so you know, even if he had gone to a team, is he going to light it up week one? No, I mean, he would have had to have some time to ramp up and kind of get, you know get his feet under him so i don't think it was a good situation for him peter honestly like you know had he honestly been cut today or tomorrow like i just i i, I just didn't think that was going to be a good situation for him just dude you know you miss fucking off-season workouts you miss training camp you miss preseason you haven't fucking practiced at all like <laughs> how are you supposed to show up week one week two and just start slinging it against you know starters well, right? well think about it. when when we traded for him you know everybody's saying how you know complicated intricate Kyle Shanahan's offensive playbook is when we traded for him, he didn't start right away. He, he, he took what two, was it two or three weeks? Yeah, Four weeks couple, maybe? yeah it was a couple of weeks, but, um, so even, I mean, even if he goes to a pretty like simplistic offense, yeah. uh, I, I felt like he could have picked it up pretty quickly, but the timing with the receivers is what, what matters more. And yeah. that, that you still need time with that. You can't just, you know, come off the streets and start throwing and, you know, have everything golden. Seattle would have been a very, very bad fit for him, honestly. Yes. I mean, they just they, they, they don't have what I think he needs to be truly successful. And to be I honest agree. with you, I don't I, I don't think that would have been fair to him and that would have been putting him in a really awkward spot, right? Like if uh you know, he has to play our us week two and then in, in December I just I don't think that would have made sense for him. That's just a dumb move. Um you have to go up against our defense, you know. Um but no man, I overall it's it's good news. Uh, I think we got stronger today for sure. Um, I think we have security now with our quarterback uh, situation just because, you know, Trey, the Ferrari has the keys. You know, we take off week one and um, and then we had, we just have insurance, right? You know, we don't have to worry like, fuck, dude, like something happens to his ankle and, and he has to miss a game and Sudfield's in or Purdy, like, I mean, and then we got to go play Denver week three. It's like, come on, man, really? Like we're going to roll, mm -hmm. roll in the Denver with that fucking, that guy? Not, no. So... It's good, man. It's good. I think we, uh, I, th I think we got stronger, and, and now we just kind of strap up and get ready for the next, you know, thirteen days before we head out to Chicago. And with the other thing too, they, uh, 
you know, before the restructure, Lynch had always talked about, you know, we want to do right by Jimmy with a trade and basically granting him a no trade clause without it actually being in his contract. Now they added that in there so they can't just dump him to any team. And I don't think they would have done that anyway, but now it's in writing and Jimmy has the final say and where he goes to. And I think that's, I mean, that's class right there, dude. Mm -hmm. That that is not every team's going to give you that. And um, honestly, I feel that's how they turned the the franchise around, right? You know, like entrusting players, being straightforward with them, telling them what they're going to do, what their plans are. And we've seen that unfold with Jimmy and, and there hasn't been a whole bunch coming back from, you know, that you're hearing in the news. Yeah, and I think that is ultimately why I believe that this these discussions were being had for weeks or months, you know, in terms of uh, the different scenarios. And I think it was – I don't think Trey Lance woke up today and was shocked, right, when he heard the news. No. I, I don't think George Kittle or anyone – I think these guys have, have known that, hey, this might be a possibility depending on these scenarios. Um, but, you know, they, they, they've been practicing, you know, as a unit with Trey all off season, like – Jimmy hasn't practiced on like they know who the who who QB one is. I mean, there no, no one's questioning that right now in San Francisco. So yeah, um, and Jimmy's been around. He's been on the practice field on the sideline throwing. He's still in the you know the clubhouse working out. So yeah, uh, and you know now that he'll be back and you know back into practices, that's good for him just to you know to kind of get get his feet under him. But um, yeah, I mean uh, the, we don't have a controversy. You know, I'm not worried about that. This isn't. Um, you know, last year I think was a good indicator that Kyle's going to handle this the way Kyle knows how to, and he's going to keep things in house. And um, you know, we just we just got to honestly stay patient with Trey. It's going to take him some time, but um, you know, the flashes are there. Obviously, it's obvious. So, yeah. yeah. Right on. Well, faithful, appreciate y'all listening. Um, this is a, a very fun way to kind of get into week one. Um, you know, we get to we get to go into Chicago and, uh, you know, show them what time it is and get out with the W and move on. So that's the expectation. But we'll definitely have a have a show here before uh, before we get started here. Week one. Thanks for tuning in. Faithful. See you on the next one. Let's ride. No, no, you can't. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.